Welcome to T3, Today, Tomorrow's Technologies. Your host is Jose Negron. We take the guesswork out of technological jargon so that you know what's next, why it's great or not so great, and how you can benefit from it by learning about it early. Now, here is Jose Negron. Good morning, folks, and welcome, everyone. Uh, This is your host, Jose Negron on Voice America on the Variety Channel, hosting the leading technology show, T3, Today, Tomorrow's Technologies. I have a fun show today because we're going to talk about uh, technology today, what we discovered uh, over the last 10 or 13 weeks, and what we can expect uh, tomorrow. I think uh, some of the subject areas that were brought on this T3 program are really expanding. I'm I'm looking forward to bringing uh, the innovators, uh, the experimenters, even some uh, key uh, personalities that are driving uh, the technology of the future uh, into the next season. Uh, What I try to do this season was to establish a baseline of where technology was moving to, and I believe we've covered all that uh, during our programs. but uh, I'll do a quick summary. Most, most importantly, uh, I want to thank the audience out there for listening and encouraging us to move forward, as well as the interaction. Uh, don't forget to uh, call us at 866-472-5788 or email at today's tomorrow's technologies gmail.com. Let me put this program into perspective. Technology has made our lives a little easier. I look back, uh, I've had the opportunity to go back to Puerto Rico after Irma and uh, Maria Hurricane. And and to be honest with you, uh, there's folks after seven to nine months without electricity. The ability to uh, just have electricity to cook, uh, you know, breakfast, lunch, and, and supper is, uh, is a, a huge task on Puerto Rico right now. So even today, while technology is expanding the world, making our lifestyles a lot better, there are some limitations okay so what i'd like to do today is discuss what we can expect in the future as far as technology will it make our lives easier will it complicate our lives will our lives change radically for the better or for the worse and those questions will come out and i believe whether technology helps the user or doesn't help the user is really on how the user uses the technology. But most importantly, what I found over my 40 years career, you got to know about the technology. You got to know about the technology. It even exists. Who's creating it? Who's inventing it? Is it because there's always someone creating something you need out there. And the tough task for any uh, innovator is to get the funding to create this technology, to get the marketing or the information out to those who could use this technology and then move from the, the development to the usage to the acquisition of the technology and it becomes a household word. So uh, at T3, uh, we're going to explore some of those technologies that were discussed earlier throughout the season. Uh, we've done about uh, 11 shows, uh, hard-hitting shows, and uh, we uh, went over a lot of interesting technology that I believe are at the forefront of what we're going to see in the future. We were just talking names. For example, the first one we talked about was the driverless car. 
Well, the driverless car is making such an impact uh, that uh, the most, I believe, the last count was about 68 legislations uh, from the various states have approved the driving of an autonomous vehicle. We were fortunate enough at that time to have Dr. Tether, uh, Tom Stratt, and of course, Sal Fish joined us on that. And those guys really uh, did a bang up job on the discussion of our show. But more importantly, I want to say that driverless cars, uh, uh, technology from the smart sensing to the driving to semi automatic uh, driving uh, to uh, just helping steer and avoid collision is here now. What we're going to see in the next 10 years, you know, uh, as I read to prepare for this program, is that a lot of the technologies are going to get better. So instead of having uh, uh, the the warning signs tell you, hey, you need to stop because there's a car in front of you, it's actually going to start slowing down the vehicles. In fact, some vehicles are doing that today at the higher end of the vehicles. Another technology that we talked about while we had our program uh, was, of course, uh, the ability for us to uh, develop high technologies, and that was Nucromavision, the ability to move forward and develop uh, eyewear that can help reading or dyslexia and the ability that these disruptive technologies are out there. And, of course, we had our, at that time, Brad Chase that helped us along the way. Remember, Disruptive technology is here uh, and will continue to be disruptive because they change the way we live. They change how we do things. Uh, You know, I've come from both the commercial world and the uh, marketing world and specifically the military world in the last 30 years. And we are looking for a revolutionary disruptive technology. Uh, My opportunity at DARPA help me focus on those types of technologies. So as we prepare to look at the future, just uh, the disruptive technology, the automobile, autonomous automobile, there's a lot of technologies that uh, were exposed. And if you've never got a chance to listen to those two programs, I suggest that you go back to our uh, podcast. It's on the Variety Channel, and look up T3 on Tuesday, 9 a.m. to 9 p.m., and you can look up those podcasts. The other uh, technology that we've spent a lot of time is smart homes and the technologies that help uh, make a home smarter, uh, from sensing security lights to sensing alarms to sensing uh, uh, the ability when you come in to control the heat, uh, turning on lights, uh, adjusting the temperature, and so forth and so on. Those technologies, while we talked about, are continually to increase. In fact, the job that I had a difficult time is uh, a lot of uh, futurists are predicting this technology uh, going to be around in 10 or 15 years. And I say, that technology is here now. However, the technology is getting better. And so while we have a smart key lock, uh, maybe as you approach and it uh, does some bio uh, facial recognitions on you, then the the key lock will unlock and you can come into the house. So there's uh, always uh, some 
interesting uh, subjects and items that we need to be aware of as we continue to work on the smart homes and the technology out of that. And and the reason I bring this up is in uh, in the next two periods, I'll talk about inventions that will happen in 2020, and I'll also talk about inventions that are predicted for 2050. How does that change our lives? How does that improve our lives? And so forth and so on. And then uh, one of the things when you go into smart homes, of course, you've got to talk about cybersecurity. Everything is linked up to the Internet. Everything is connected. Uh, the the future is going to bring smart cities. I'll talk a little bit about that. Everybody's trying to connect to themselves, but you have to be secure. Uh, one of the things uh, that you have to uh, protect is your your personal identity, uh, your your physical security around your home, especially if you make it a smart home. And we talked about that, and our and uh, we talked about changing the various passwords. We talked about following uh, uh, the. Um, the rules and the guidance provided by the products and we had a great guest and uh and he talked about uh the ability to uh to increase your network capability and safety by changing the various uh, activities and passwords on it. Aaron Lack uh, did a, f- a fantastic job in walking us through cybersecurity. Uh, it, it is uh, going to be a challenging business, and sometimes I, I get frustrated with administrators who, you know, they continue to want to change the password. The password is good, uh, but we also need to make sure that we're protected uh, as we follow the updates. So it's password uh, changing. It's the continue to upgrade your network to make sure you have the latest modifications and you monitor it because uh, nothing like monitoring your own network to make sure you're secure. So uh, I've just briefly described Four of the key areas uh, that we talked about on the show, just laying down the foundation where technology is today and where technology is going to be in the future. And I'm going to read you the list uh, for 2020 and 2050, and you'll recognize some of those key items. And you say, well, I've already, Jose's already mentioned them. Why is he mentioning them again? Because the technology is going to get even better. Uh, the power, uh, the uh, the the weight, the materials, and the ability to communicate faster with people is going to increase. So that's what makes these technologies so revolutionary. The other uh, product that I talked about, and yeah, as far as early in the show, were drones, uh, the unmanned aerial vehicle, the uh, piloted vehicle. Uh, those are growing. Uh, in fact, there was a statistics about uh, they sold about a million drones uh, in 2016. That uh, that volume of drones are going to continue. For some reason, is it is a toy that's reachable to everybody, and I call it a toy because I don't use it for work. I use it for pleasure, and I like to play around with it. And so, from my perspective, it is a uh, is an enjoyment t- t- tool versus uh, uh, when I talk to Scott, uh, that was more of a business tool for him, working with the FAA, making sure that the rules uh, are are adjusted for the commercial use, because you've got military use, commercial use, and of course, you've got the recreational use, which I enjoy thoroughly. As we move towards uh, uh, continuing on the, the show's summary, 
I, I, I'd like to encourage each of the audience to write down what they think the future is going to bring them. Uh, think about uh, some of the uh, technologies that we discussed here, some that I've already mentioned, and we're going to look at them uh, further. So I'd like for our audience, if you have any questions, call me on 866-472-5788. And then finally, robotics. Uh, Robotics means a lot of things to a lot of people. It impacts humanity. It may replace humans. It may be uh, part of your body. Uh, from a cyborg perspective and that's a little frightening at first when you think about it but if, for those of us who have bad knees we're already starting that when you replace that knee you're you're starting that process and uh, robots personal assistance is going to be here robots as far as uh, assisting us in other uh, the manufacturing uh, jobs uh, we're just at the uh, tip of the icebergs there a lot of fear about robots taking over for human beings' jobs. And that is probably a reality, but I think other jobs are going to be created. So that fear of the robot's going to take my job away and I'm not going to have a job, I I think the best way to prepare yourself uh, as an employee is continue training, continue to educate yourself, and diverse yourself. Uh, That's the recommendation I give you. The robots are going to take over the repetitive, mundane jobs. That's just the nature of the beast. They can do it better. They can do it faster. And they don't get tired. And, of course, from a business perspective, and I can only talk about a business perspective, it gets uh, more economical. And so my job as an employee is to figure out how do I keep that robot working? How do I support the uh, materials or the manufacturing? Or how do I support my employer in, in ensuring that the robot is working as efficiency? So um, there are lots of jobs right there, three or four that I just mentioned that uh, an employee will have to diversify in. As we move on, space. The ability to get to the next frontier from uh, uh, SpaceX, the uh, frontier rockets to landing, uh, taking off and landing in the same spot with those booster rockets. Uh, I think it was all the Falcon 9. Uh, those are critical. Uh, uh, we're, we're going to go to space. Space is important to us by communications. Uh, so, uh, the space laboratory has uh, created many inventions up there, and we're just now beginning to take advantage of that. So space is an area both in communications, uh, what is it, uh, uh, the transportation. Uh, soon we'll have folks uh, going uh, up to space uh, at, at sightseeing visits. And uh, it's going to be both in a vehicle and also in balloons. So it's going to be quite interesting as you prepare in the next 10 years uh, the space travel business. Education and future innovation. I'm a big proponent of education. Uh, Technology is changing uh, education. Uh, A lot more uh, online uh, courses, a lot more modular courses, a lot more bite-sized courses. Uh, But this is uh, an area that will continue to grow. The Internet makes it possible for us to be connected, and it also makes it possible to learn a lot more and have a 
greater foundation. But we do need to get out of the 19th century educational assets. We've got to move to a more modern, rigorous uh, type educational process. And, uh, and unfortunately, you know, we've got to go back to some of the basics, too, because I, I still think there are some uh, 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 niches in vocational learning that will always be in need of. And as we continue on our circuit, we talked about energy, energy from wind, just maximizing the efficiency of the current uh, energy that we have in electrical plants, uh, um, oil plants, uh, just energy alone. However, that's not going to help us uh, a lot. We need to get into the micro units. Every house has to get off the main grid and become the mini grid by itself. We talked about solar power, wind power, wave power, and all those uh, characteristics of the future. Just think about the technologies that will be needed within those three areas, solar power, wave power, Okay, and of course the uh, wind power. That is a, uh, a technology innovation uh, that will uh, overcome the current deficiencies because right now it does not make economic sense to lay out a wind farm. Is they're just not paying as as much as or creating the energy level that they need. So we'll continue to see that, but the the innovation, the creativity will come very quickly. Finally, we talked about uh, smart gadgets, uh, smartphones, and we talked about um, how the uh, smart technology will continue to consume the world and the population. And we need to move forward uh, and ensure that we enjoy uh, the capabilities. It's got to be evolutionary or revolutionary. Technology is interesting because it is something that I love to play with. I was the Mikey of my field. I was able to communicate with the engineers, the scientists, but also the users. So you've got folks like myself who love to use the product and we also love to talk to the engineers because basically an innovator only knows what he knows but he doesn't know all the uses in fact most products are used one way and built one for one direction but it comes to be used by other consumers in a different way so remember that as you go forward I've been in the technology business for over 30 years and I love the, seeing the new technologies and I love uh uh, watching the eyes of the innovators uh, uh, take their technology and be used by people who do something different from what they created it or intended that technology to be used. It is important for us to look forward. It is important for us to move to the next generation. So I've got a couple minutes here as we um, move on. Our next segment, I'm going to talk about 2020 inventions uh, that may influence our lives. And we'll bring on um, Alex to talk about what she thinks as we move to the next uh, segment. So for right now, let's go to our first commercial break and I'll see you uh, in a couple minutes. Take care. Become our friend on Facebook. Post your thoughts about our shows and network on our timeline. Visit Facebook.com forward slash Voice America. Are you finding your frequency? 
It can be described as that space between failure and success. It's the future of digital media. It's finding your voice. It's engaging topics, content, and ideas. Jeff and Ryan discuss the digital media space and all of its aspects. It's about making the mistakes, taking the chances, summoning the intestinal fortitude to step out of your comfort zone, and discovering what you can accomplish when you decide to try, decide to learn, decide that you have something to say, and find your frequency. Live Fridays at 2 p.m. Pacific Time, 5 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Variety Channel. Are you ready for a disaster? If you are like many people in the world, that answer may sadly be no. Disasters happen unexpectedly to people just like you every day. Tune into Preparing for the Unexpected with business continuity and disaster planning expert Alex Fullick. The show will not only help you better prepare for a disaster itself, but also to prepare you, your place of employment and community for the aftermath, emotionally, financially, and with a better level of awareness and a stronger feeling of resiliency. Tune in Thursdays at 9 a.m. Eastern Time, 6 a.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Variety Channel. What's your coffee story? The one that defines who you truly are in a relaxing setting. It's where you share your memories, plan for the future, and talk about the now. My favorite coffee story is here with host Aniko Samoji. We invite you to listen in and share your coffee stories too. Bring your friends or just stop by as we talk about coffee and the inspiring stories that touch our lives every Tuesday at 4 p.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Variety Channel. Streaming live, the leader in Internet talk radio, voiceamerica.com. listening to today tomorrow's technologies to reach the program today please call in to 1-866-472-5788 that's 1-866-472-5788 or send an email to today tomorrow's technologies at gmail.com now back to our show Welcome, folks. This is uh, Jose Negron, your host on T3. Uh, we're talking, uh, our subject today is uh, technology today. Can it pick, impact our lives in the future? And what can we expect tomorrow? I've did a little bit of research about uh, the various technologies in the first segment of the show. I wrapped up our first uh, 10 or 11 uh, shows. Uh, I discussed the various uh, uh, technologies that are really changing our lives. And so what I wanted to do on this segment, take a look at uh, 2020 and look at the technologies that are still going to be around that are influencing the way we live, the way we react, the way we interact among uh, ourselves. And maybe we'll see a couple of new ones that uh, maybe I haven't uh, um, uh, taken a lot of consideration. Uh, at this time, uh, I also asked uh, Alex uh, Loreno to come uh, talk to us a little bit as I uh, – uh, discuss these technologies. I'll ask her what her opinion on these technologies. Uh, she's a millennial, so she's got a different take than myself. But uh, I wanted to uh, go over this. Uh, first of all, there was a. Uh, an article uh, posted by uh, Graham Cor- Corrington, uh, 25th July 2016, uh, technology that will change our lives in the next 20 years. Uh, 
And it talks about, uh, you know, a futurist and science fiction writers and, and their prediction on the future. And I took a, a look at this article. They have uh, posted about uh, 20 uh, revolutionary changes. Some of these are here already, uh, and I'll just kind of read them off. I, I find it uh, interesting, though, that uh, uh, a majority of them were covered during our first presentation. So I feel like from a technology show, the introduction of the of our goal, which was to introduce new technology, to talk to the innovators and the engineers, and then finally get the uh, non-techie person to interact, to become more aware of his surroundings, more aware of the engineering products, the technology products, the innovation, innovation products, those products that will disrupt our way of life. And I mean in a good way, uh, that is, it makes it easier. Uh, we'll live a um, I say a faster life, but to me, faster means easier in, uh, in of course, leisurely life for most people. So let, let's go over some of these technologies that were listed by some of the futurists uh, and, uh, and take a look at the horizon in the 10 to 15 year uh, point, which is around uh, um, the 2020 uh, mark. And, uh, and, of course, we'll discuss the 2050 as well uh, as we go into the next section. Uh, we uh, It started off with uh, the delivery of drones. I mean, um, uh, Amazon made a big push on the delivery of drones uh, earlier in the last two years. Drones are coming. Uh, we talked about about a million sold in 2016. Uh, I, I see that as a, a commercial uh, uh interests, both in delivery and the way we look at uh, uh, some of the surveying activities we're doing. Uh, we're using the drones in, in, in our survey capability. The Hyperloop, uh, the, com uh, the commuting between cities, you know, uh, the speed train is uh, critical uh, in Japan, uh, Europe, yet here in the U.S. we just do not have a good uh, uh, speed uh, or commercial speed mechanism. Machines, uh, which start talking about AI, the interaction of machines and uh, artificial intelligence getting smarter. Uh, we talk about Watson uh, on the IBM computer and other uh, machines that will happen. Uh, and then, of course, they also talked about the increase uh, um, uh, flights into space, uh, but specifically the uh, trying to get to space in 2030. Prosthetics, uh, the uh, artificial or the uh, rebuilding an arm, uh, th those kind of mechanisms and tools that are happening, the artificial leg uh, being replaced by prosthetics that can allow you to stand up, walk, and, and some people are uh, like the Blade Runner are running. So I'll stop right there. I'll turn it over to Allie. Let her give you a, a couple minutes here of what she's thinking as we move forward. Um, thank you, Jose. Um, all of those uh, new inventions that are coming up, uh, going back to the drones, um, it's very interesting also with all the research that we've done for this show. Um, Dubai is actually right now developing some taxi drones. So those are really interesting. Instead of using uh, autonomous vehicles, they went up in the sky to prevent even more um, any type of error with human uh, 
uh, manipulation or anything. So they said that for 2020, they were thinking that it will be able to do a taxi drone. So that is actually pretty amazing. Yeah, uh, I, th- I, th- I believe that taxi drones at the forefront. I, you know, I'm going back to the Jetsons in my lifetime, and that's the flying, mm-hmm. that's the flying the car. <laughs> that's the flying cars. We will get there. There are some right now on the streets. They're just mm-hmm. not commercially uh, available to everybody um, because of their means. Uh, uh, it's quite costly but i see with the autonomous vehicle the sensing capability the automation and now add the uh, propulsion I, I i do see the flying cars coming and coming correct um and it's actually interesting because from one point to another um I, uber right now was the one who of course started with the whole app thing of uh, of uh, of the taxi instead of thinking taxing driving well you can Mm -hmm. do it from your phone so they were actually right now trying to see they can do uber air which is also the same thing Mm -hmm. with helicopters and things like that so i'm pretty sure that uber is going to be one of the first ones there in dubai also trying to develop that technology to bring it here to the states and europe and wherever we're at uh to make that a an easy way to commute People don't have time to be in traffic, especially well, in big cities, because yeah. traffic can get crazy. <laughs> and the populations going to the metropolitan areas are going to increase, so you're going to get more uh, uh, folks living there. It becomes more crowded. I mean, I live uh, approximately, uh, what is it, uh, eight miles or less from the Pentagon, and it takes me almost uh, sometimes <laughs> 30 to 45 minutes. Uh, right. When I first did that trail, I thought I was going to go mad, because if you live in the south or in the west, one minute is you know 60 miles a minute is basically what it was so should uh you you should uh you should make it uh mm-hmm. so i had to take a deep breath yeah <laughs> thank god for the easy path yes, yes. <laughs> um and the other thing that we um the other important thing about the hyperloop um which is elon musk uh concept right now the tesla yeah. um it's it's developing really nicely and imagine they're predicting that from san francisco to la they're only going to be taking 35 minutes so that is that is impressive i am really looking forward to that because that's actually great and communicating underground through tunnels um covering they're saying it's the minimum friction at speed of 960 miles kilometers per hour that's just amazing um if we can really do that that would you know take the time to be more time with your family friends and do extra things because right now where we're missing is time yeah you can't buy the time back and no. uh, those are the things we're going to uh, look at as i continue with my list let me continue on my list uh because another invention coming on board maybe not use uh quite extensively although uh it's there uh, based on the under armor uh clothing clothing are going to be uh getting smarter uh it's going to give you the human superhuman skills in the next uh 10 years virtual reality is uh, as we replace uh textbooks uh although i'm a little hesitant there because that's like kind of like replacing paper we'll never quite get to paper i think we're 
about 50 years out as the younger generations get used to uh, uh, their uh, smart tablets, smartphones, and, and computer devices. Uh, so that is all going to be. The one that shocked me is uh, the smartphones going away in about 50 years. Uh, I'm going, okay, what, what's going to replace that smartphone? Mm-hmm. It's got to be a device because we're dependent on everything. Right. Our apps our music, our information that we get, the the communication. So what what do you think? Well, what we were uh, what we see in comic books before when we were younger, uh, I think more of that virtual reality is um, kind of kick in, especially like you said in schools. But also, yeah, they predicted what twenty twenty five that smartphones are not going to be here anymore. Probably will have some wristbands that can you know some projections um, to actually communicate by a touch something that is not complicated you have everything there we already have the smart uh, watch the smart watches which is almost quite there it's just and it's a little bit more of development and people are not even using the phone anymore they're using their their watch something simple you have it there always you don't forget it you don't leave it anywhere you just have it strap onto your hand it doesn't go anywhere so i think that's actually really smart and we've seen a lot of develop i mean small developments really now to stays in the past years uh with apple or with androids too uh regarding smartphones we haven't seen that much development so i think they're getting short in that and we should move towards something different well another area that i think will revolutionize at least the creativity is 3d printing that is yes, uh depending on what area you talk to it's either catching like fire or it's a little slow but i, I do believe it'll uh, generate uh, some uh, energy there and some excitement uh people starting to use robots more and more around the house uh the matrix is becoming a virtual world where we've got smart cities uh the uh, 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 the cyborg uh, phenomena because of medicine uh, it's going to be realized a little bit uh, quicker because there are great uh, machine to human interaction there and, and the prosthetics are going to change that. The other thing is the super tall buildings being uh, a mini city uh, but that's part of the uh, you know power consumption being off the grid uh, being uh, uh, self-reliant on t- itself so b- buildings will be where renewable energy is going to be uh, a thing of the future and uh, you'll get people off the grid right now we've got too many people on the central grid and it, it's not a problem if everything is working but as soon as you have that emergency just uh, listen uh, to your newscaster how many people lose power during an emergency and then how soon can they bring that emergency uh, electricity back and that's the, really the tragic and as I said earlier in the program there's still people with eight to nine months without electricity in Puerto Rico and finally space tourism so that's the complete list as you can see uh, we've covered 10 out of the 25 mentioned and uh, I think it's quite interesting you have any final thoughts there um, no yeah uh, especially with the 3d printing and the new construction areas uh, we, we're used to taking so long to wait for some constructions to be done uh, right now with natural disasters happening all around the world including hurricanes um, earthquakes and uh, all of those things uh with the 3d printing they're suggesting also with legos like lego style plastics to create a very simple fast 
uh, protection, like a home mm-hmm. for people who who've lost everything in seconds. So that's actually something very uh, positive to see in the future that we can definitely uh, take advantage of. So looking forward to that too. Well, uh, the material, the light materials, the ability to create uh, these, uh, I want to call shelters, uh, that's going to that's gonna increase. Let me turn now to the kind of five products that I, I kind of thought about, but really didn't put it all in, into, a, into a context here. But I came across this article, Tomorrow's Technology Today, Five Futuristic Ways to Work and Play. Two of the products, of course, are computers, but it was kind of interesting because it brings out the reality of what we're trying to think of. But the first thing that I thought of or the, the article mentioned was the uh, uh, Playmation. Uh, this is the ability to wear body parts or clothing that are interactive with the TV screen or with your gaming reality, kind of like the Marvel Avengers starter pack. And uh, and that is trying to get kids right now, get the kids to be more active. So if they can get them off the chair and actually do something, uh, that is the start of a, a new wave, the new phenomenon. And I think it's increasing. Uh, I find it interesting uh, when you put the futuristic twist to it uh, versus the, the old way we used to do the Cowboys and Indians type. There's a chance sport, which is a, uh, a um, radio, a Wi-Fi radio that allows you to, uh, you know, pipe in the music you want. It's waterproof, water resistant, with Bluetooth. Tooth, you can do it in the pool, in the sauna, and so that's just making sure that your comfort and you're bringing that entire, uh, I call it music communication package with you, and it'll last for a long, long time. The other one is the uh, Lenovo. Uh, Z51 is a computer. It's a it has a 3D camera. Takes advantage of the RealSense 3D technology. It's a high uh, graphics and it's just something that uh, for the gamers or uh, an aspiring musician because it's got its own uh, com systems. Uh, the software allows you to produce your own songs, edit the songs, manufacture an entire album. So it's kind of interesting that this technology is coming. But that shows you an area that I really haven't concentrated on, but it's moving. Uh, Of course, Blade, a chroma camera drone. Uh, Blade's coming out. The drones are getting more and more. And so, uh, and then the other uh, computer is trying to do, uh, it's called the Surface Pro 4, which is, uh, it earns uh, uh, very high marks because it, it converts a tablet to a computer, but it's light. And uh, and with our mobility going from from one place to the other, I, I noticed that I like the bigger screens. But after a while, when you're constantly traveling and that weight gets onto you, you want a lighter and more flexible system. So those are the items we've talked about. We've got a couple minutes. Do you want to say a couple things there, Alan? Um, uh, virtual reality, like like you said, it's just for kids, for adults, for early. Uh, I think it's really one of the top things that's coming up so either it's playing games or actually communicating or interacting uh, so yeah those for me are the top ones coming up in the couple of years so I'm I, I feel 
good that uh, we covered uh, a, a large percentage of uh, future technologies and the technology we talked about are just entering the market. What we're talking about right now in 2020 and beyond is technology that's going to be with us for the next 10 to uh, almost 30 years uh, into 2050. And they're making tremendous impact to where we're at. So when we come back uh, from our break, we're going to take a look at 2050. We're going to talk a lot uh, about all of our technologies and we're going to wrap up uh, what do we see for the future uh, as I said at the beginning uh, some of the technology can be used for good some of the technology can be used for bad it's leisure or non-leisure depending on how you look at it so when we come back from the break we'll talk about 2050 technologies Think you've seen everything there is to see in online television? Let us surprise you. Visit voiceamerica.tv today for sports, health, business, and more on demand 24-7. Want an insider's pass to everything that goes on in Hollywood? Join Summer Helene every week for Behind the Scenes. Summer Helene is known as the Duchess of Hollywood because she knows the insiders, legends, and celebs and brings the stories, the gossip, and the backstage scoop. It's the real Hollywood, though. So this program is for adults only. Behind the Scenes can be heard live every Friday at 4 p.m. Pacific Time and 7 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Variety Channel. In fitness and health, we all deserve a second chance. Join host Michael Skog for the program, You Only Stronger. You always have the ability to start fresh, even if you slip up on your diet or fitness program. Even small steps taken throughout the day can help. Each show will conclude with weekly assignments that you can use and will want to hear your feedback. You Only Stronger airs live Mondays at 7 a.m. Pacific Time, 10 a.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Variety Channel. Have you checked out Teen Wealth Radio? It's a show for teens, their parents, and educators. Hosted by Brandy England, along with regular weekly contributors, Teen Wealth Radio will cover the topics that teens need to talk about. Plus, we discuss a book of the week and a movie of the week, and each show will offer a challenge to our teen listeners that they can share on our private Facebook group page. Be sure to tune in to Teen Wealth Radio, live every Thursday at 8 p.m. Eastern Time, 5 p.m. Pacific, on Voice America Variety. Stimulating talk gets those synapses in the brain firing really fast. All the time. The number one internet talk station where your opinion counts. VoiceAmerica.com You are listening to Today, Tomorrow's Technologies. To reach the program today, please call in to 1-866-472-5788. That's 1-866-472-5788. Or send an email to todaytomorrowstechnologies at gmail.com. Now, back to our show. Welcome back, folks. This is uh, you're coming back listening to T three. Your host Jose Negron on the Variety Channel. Uh, we're talking today. The subject is technology today. 
what can we expect tomorrow? In the first segment, we talked about the uh, about 11 uh, uh, technologies that we were all interested in. They're at the, really at the forefront of their innovation. Uh, that technology is, of course, being evolutionized so that it continues to grow in 2020, 2030. Uh, and then now, what I'd like to do, turn to is let's talk about 2050. Well, what's the world going to look like in 2050? Is it something that uh, we will recognize? Is it something that will be, I call it disruptive technologies, because there's always things out there that are being developed that we don't have a clue or we have not seen it or we have not uh, thought about it in, in various ways. I find it kind of interesting. I'm just going to go over a couple topics here. Um that were mentioned earlier because they believe uh, after we shift uh, from 2020 to 2050, a lot of these things are going to be uh, a reality. The world between 2020 and 2050 is that our educational modules will, or the way we educate people is going to change. Uh, smart cities are going to be all around us, and we're definitely going to be in a, in a, uh, in, in a uh, revolutionary uh, format where we're going to have a creative boom. So everybody's going to be an innovator. Uh, healthcare, of course, is going to get better. Uh, uh, we're going to uh, reverse innovation, meaning that the folks in uh, that are cr- uh, creating the new crops uh, in uh, areas like in Africa, which is hard uh, to cultivate, and education. So crops, health, and education may be coming back on a way to how you teach uh, the masses and how do you create uh, new forms of technology. So it's a uh, reverse innovation. And then, of course, the uh, uh, how do we make sure that uh, the online world and the offline world continue to communicate with each other? Financial uh, ways, uh, inclusion. Uh, are we still working with the dollar? Are we working with the yen? Are we working with uh, uh, bitcoins? Those things are all going to change. And then, of course, uh, as I always said, there's the dark side. Some people think uh, the glass is half full. Some people think the glass is half empty. Uh, with new technologies, there does come some complications, but it depends on the user and the ability to uh take that opportunity and I look at technology and the way it, uh, it shapes our lifestyle whether it's in a car at the house in our future transportation means or looking at uh, communication it's how we look at it uh, it's uh, if you want to be part of the uh, the the future these things are going to be intrusive there's no question about it because more and more uh, information is being shared and to make the rest of the law of our lives a lot easier. Let me talk about some of the expected technologies, about 22 future ideas that will change our worlds, and you'll see it between now and 2050, and I do believe some of them will be interesting. Uh, Right now, NASA is looking for a space drone. Well, we talked about drones, but it's more here on the terrestrial side. They're looking for a drone uh, in, used in space so they can do the things they have to do. Of course, Ali talked about uh, the uh, uh, super high-speed uh, train, the uh, Hyperloop. 
that is going to continue. I, I do believe that the uh, U.S. needs a, a very fast means of transportation uh, on the ground from uh, New York to Miami, from New York to San Francisco, and so forth and so on. And it needs to crisscross. So that that technology, uh, that uh, both for transportation, uh, the digging, where are you going to locate it? Is it above ground or below ground? Uh, you know, all those are tricky, tricky because, uh, you know, when I think about all the all the physical items that train has to travel, uh, you know, uh, it's it's quite interesting. You've got uh, bridges, lakes, uh, you've got the uh, the various fault lines, uh, you know, that you have to deal with and you have to build. Then uh, another interesting part is coffee power. We drink lots of coffee. How do you turn those grounds of coffee into some type of biofluid uh, or some type of bio uh, fuel that you can regenerate and produce heat? And I think that was kind of interesting. And in a lot of things, you know, when I was a kid uh, going to college, I used to think about all the uh, the oil changes and how do you how can we recycle oil? And that's happening, and not as as much as I would like it for it to do, but it's happening. Also. Uh, the Drown the Forest f- Fires with Sound. That's a new one on me. Never heard of that, but that's uh, that's being conducted. That research is being conducted in my own backyard at George Mason University here in Virginia. That is interesting because I think about all the fires that are started in, or fires that are uh, battled in the uh, California area because I know people there and they're constantly talking about this fire, that mud, uh, uh, because uh, mudslide because by the previous fire that uh, the previous year uh, so all those things come to mind and if we can save lives based on the frequency uh, that works uh, uh, then that is that is a good thing I AI AI continues I, I, I don't like the word AI because we've tried it since the early 30s it, it promises more than it brings and let's just say the human machine interface and the artificial intelligence that will be needed to make uh, uh, good decisions uh, is is extremely important, and that will continue. I talked a little bit about space travel, space balloons. There's been a uh, uh, a space jump, and uh, they're talking about. Uh, uh, having that ready to go within two years where a person could go up to a, a hundred thousand uh, kilometers a hundred kilometers above sea level Viagra for women I think that's here already but maybe I missed that boat uh, breathalyzers for cars that's definitely here uh, I, I, they say it'll continue to increase by 2050 but there's the dichotomy we've got more of the populations moving into the city most of the people who live in cities walk take the train take the metro or uber and those are the four ways they travel so i, I think you'll see less and less people driving at least within the city and then and then of course the the cost of owning a vehicle in a city is just extreme so a young person would rather take uber lyft or whatever the next uh, revolutionary transportation means uh, will happen so uh 
I, I take that uh, uh, those comments from my own experience as I lived in the city for six years and uh, and I barely used my car. Okay, crowdsource antibiotics. Uh, uh, you know, I caught uh, the flu this year. It's been a long time. I don't normally get sick, but it kicked me pretty hard this year. You know, I was down for about two weeks. And so the question is, uh, the the flu vaccine. We just not we have not been successful over the last two or three years or even longer uh, but I just uh, every time uh, we're missing the mark and uh, people are getting uh, less health, health, healthy than they are when they take the vaccine and then of course the internet for everybody that's part of the smart city that you're hooked up and uh, in your moving personalized robotics uh, that is happening both as uh, you know as we move towards Alex uh, just turn on the lights turn on the music uh, change this or that or personal vacuum cleaner or or lawnmower or just a butler and and some people take great pride of that and then smart food labeling can we get uh, a little bit smarter self-driving uh, trucks that's going to happen right now most of the uh, mining companies have self-driving vehicles those are monstrous trucks and they're doing it right now and then of course uh, tattoo removal that's uh, how can you remove the tattoo without destroying the skin and and uh, and all that pain-free is critical is because it's been very painful of course those of us who uh, uh, sleep or are sleep deprived there's 30 percent of us that are sleep deprived or have a hard time sleeping so hopefully the uh, sleep concepts are 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 growing that's a future uh future way i think that will be important especially with a lot of the space travel it'll take years so the question is uh, how are we how are we going to sleep uh during that voyage and that that technology or that science that innovation is uh coming over and being used in our daily lives and of course uh uh you know, we've done a lot of transplants, and it's been difficult, uh, and we've succeeded, but, uh, uh, you know, we've never done a head transplant. And I know uh, there is a lot of discussion whether that's even ethical or not ethical. I'm not going to get into that, but uh, just just think about uh, uh, a doctor trying to put a head back together with all the the veins, the the, uh, the senses, the muscles, the is just a complex i can't even imagine uh, right now uh the numerous uh in hours that would take uh to uh put all those uh, uh, this, uh things back together in your in your neck uh so i'll just leave it at that and then of course your uh, your brain uh your left side right side brain uh can i do uh, more uh can i improve that uh, one thing I have not seen is DNA. We broke the uh, genetic code. How is that genetic code helping us? And and that's in the medicine side of the house. And so I'm hoping to learn a little bit more about that. What another thing, as I mentioned, uh, the uh, we're going to have more and more people in in the metro areas. So how do I move food in the metro areas? Most people think, uh, and I, I laugh, is uh, you know when I go get food, I just get it from the local supermarket, but they don't realize the food chain how does it get off the farm goes to the uh, distribution site and then it gets to the uh, 
uh, to your uh, supermarket. And there's uh, there's several steps in between that a lot of uh, humans don't like to talk about, but it's necessary in order to prepare that food. And then finally, we're talking about uh, uh, going back and and trying to uh, uh, create uh, an older park system uh, where we can have the uh, um, you know the uh, wild horses and the bisons roam together and continue to grow. But that's been a Ted Turner uh, activity with the bisons, and of course there's always a roundup in the West about the uh, uh, wild horses or Bureau of Land Management. They're always talking about that, and then. Uh, And then finally, uh, the near-perfect insulation. Uh, There are materials right now that are uh, poly, uh, more uh, the poly systems, uh, and uh, let me find the word nanometers. uh, There's majority of the people. Uh, there's lightweight uh, antennas for mobile phone satellites. It's called aerogel. It's a poly aerogel. Uh, it's got uh, very uh, uh, small uh, creases where it doesn't even let the uh, uh, a, a, a drop of water go through or even an oxygen molecule to go through. So that's very small, and they're using that aerogel to create uh, the future. So let me just switch off. These are products that you'll see in 2050. A big change. I thought they were kind of interesting as I looked at them. Uh, Let me just switch to Alex here and ask her uh, a few things. Um, uh, most important for me would be uh, plastic. We need to get rid of plastic. So edible water bulbs, edible wrapper papers for food too. So actually uh, those uh, trendy things that are happening right now must be done for the future. Not only for us, it's also for earth and the environment. Well, that's true. A lot of plastics out there. Well, folks, we're getting down to the last few seconds of the show. First of all, I want to thank my audience. I want to thank uh, Alex for uh, uh, for being here again, uh, Alexandra Lorano. I've uh, asked her to do a lot of things for me, and uh, I've asked her to join me the last two just so that you uh, will get an exchange of voices here. Uh, I want to thank my uh, my family for supporting me on this, uh, the audience, uh, my workers. Uh, my uh, So uh, thank you very much. I'll see you next season. Uh, next season, we'll talk a little bit more about the technology. We'll talk a little bit more about bringing on the innovators, the engineers, uh, the entrepreneurs, and then we'll get some of these keynote speakers who are changing our world. So this is your host, Jose Negron, on T3, Today, Tomorrow's Technologies. I uh, bid you uh, uh, farewell, and I'll talk to you next week. Take care. Bye. Thank you for listening to Today, Tomorrow's Technologies. We hope you'll join your host, Jose Negron, for another exciting program next Tuesday at 9 a.m. Pacific Time, noon Eastern Time, on the Voice America Variety Channel. Enjoy the rest of your week.